Over 20 years ago, I was injured on the job, which left me with a severe permanent disability. It forced me to discover my true passion and purpose. It wasn't until I started my direct sales business and later became one of the company's gratitude ambassadors that I realized I am a giver, a humanitarian, a cheerleader, and have a deep desire to inspire others. I had no idea it was possible to have a bigger impact until I launched my podcast to inspire others to live their passion, reclaim their purpose, and be open to so many possibilities. I am your host, Candace Snyder, and this is the Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities Podcast. Welcome to the Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities podcast. Today, I'm super excited to introduce you to my guest, Mandy Cordia. Mandy is a self-described mom of two, retail industry veteran, recovering perfectionist, and professional shopaholic turned social entrepreneur. Mandy is the founder and owner of thekindnesscause.com. The Kindness Cause is a Las Vegas-based e-commerce small business with a big heart. Every purchase on the Kindness Cause donates to a nonprofit organization with the goal of making the world a better place through ease of giving, transparency, and education. Mandy wants to help people give back by doing the things they are already doing every day, like buying gifts for your friends and family. Welcome, Mandy. Thank you for having me, Candice. It's so great to be here. I'm so excited to be here and chatting with you today. Yes, we have lots to talk about and I love your mission. But the first thing I think we need to um, discuss is how you went from, say, corporate America to solo entrepreneur. Yeah, so... Yeah. I mean, for me, I've always loved fashion from the time I was a little girl. So I started working in retail when I was 15 and never looked back. And so I was able to turn my love of shopping into a full-time career as a corporate retail buyer um, for some pretty incredible companies. And I loved it. I was traveling the world. I got to go to fashion week and work with some really incredible brands. So in it sounds like I was living the dream and I was, um, but that all changed with the pandemic. Um, as with most people, the pandemic changed a lot. And so for me, um, I was one of the lucky few who got to keep my job in retail at a time when uh, many were furloughed or laid off. And so I, that meant I was taking on the work of additional people. My workload was crazy. I was working a lot of hours and it wasn't long before I crash landed into burnout. And so for me, the breaking point was one day when, um, you know, I'm at home, I'm working as I normally do. And I hear my son, who's probably three at the time, playing in his room. And something he said, like, caught my attention. And I'm like, so I got up and I left my desk and I peeked around the corner and I'm just watching him. And he has this little table in his room and he had set up all of his stuffed animals around it. And he had uh, made a little laptop out of paper and he was pretending to work just as he had seen me do a thousand times. And I'm watching him and he stops and he turns to his stuffed animals and he yells at them and he tells them, be quiet. I'm on an important call and I have work to do. And that was heartbreaking. Like that 
killed me. And I cried and I'm like, something has to change. Like this cannot go on. This is not the example I wanted to set for my children. I wanted to, you know, show them you can, you can do it all, but this is not what I had in mind. Um, and I didn't know what that looked like yet. So I, you know, dove into therapy and one of the things that came out of therapy for me was that I had neglected my passion to give back. And so prior to having children, I used to volunteer my time for many uh, charitable organizations and life had become so busy becoming a mom and working that that had kind of fallen by the wayside. We were also still in the middle of the pandemic, so I couldn't just go out and volunteer in person. Um, also, the workload was insane. The anxiety of leaving my desk would probably have killed me, which I also address that in therapy. Don't worry. Um, but so I, I thought, you know, as a mom, every time I turn around, I needed to buy a gift. It was a birthday gift, wedding, housewarming, something. So I started to buy gifts for my friends and family that gave back to charitable organizations as my way to give back since I couldn't get out there and volunteer my time. And as a someone who's been in retail my entire life, I didn't always love the merchandise selection that was offered. And sometimes it was difficult to uncover like how much was actually going to be donated with my purchase and who the organization that was going to benefit from the purchase as well. So um, I thought, you know, all my years of retail experience, you know, coupled with my love of helping others and giving back really put me in a unique position to, you know, tackle this problem head on. And that's how I created the kindness cause. Wow. That is a story that you need to just keep sharing. <laughs> um, I, you know, I can re really feel your heart, you know, sharing the story about your son and him playing with his stuffed animals. You know, as when my kids were young, I mean, my kids are older now, but when my kids were young, I used to feel like guilty mm -hmm. and exhausted and I would like, I would lose it. And, you know, my circumstances were different, but as a mom, you know, I can totally relate. And I know that anybody else out there that's listening and they're a mom, they're going to be, they, they can relate to the story. But I love how the story has transpired or transformed where you were and where you are now in this big mission to give back and to inspire others to give back. So how, okay, so you came up with this, I'm going to do the kindness cause. And then how did you start? Like, what was your first charity? And how did you know that they should be your first charity? Yeah, so, you know, it was, it was definitely interesting. Um, I have an e-commerce background, but, um, and I've been in retail and the fashion side for a long time. Um, in the nonprofit space, I'm, I'm nobody knows who I am. So the big that was a big challenge to kind of overcome and in talking to some of these nonprofits and getting them to want to partner with me and kind of sell myself and to take a chance on me because in the beginning I had nothing to show. Um, I didn't have any sales or proof or any other partners that I had partnered with before. So. Um, it was definitely a risk on their part. Um, and just as it, it's important for nonprofits to really vet who they partner with, it was important for me to vet who I partner with as well. So um, based on 
commercial co-venture laws, which vary state by state. You know, I've really limited, you know, the partners that I work with by um, currently in certain states so that we are in compliance with those laws. Um, and so I really targeted nonprofits in those states. And um, for me, it was I focused on causes and issues that were most important to me. Um, things, you know, that I'm passionate about so many issues but I figured I had to narrow it down at least to get started. So, you know, I wanted those things to be around children, environmental rights, um, human rights and women empowerment and the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, so that's where I started. And I started, you know, researching organizations in those states. You know, I was diving. I use Charity Navigator, GuideStar, and I go through their uh, tax their tax filings as well, because I want to make sure that the organizations I'm partnering with are doing what they say they're doing. Um, and, you know, the, the executives are not taking these huge salaries and very little money is actually going to the cause. So, you know, I do my due diligence. And my first nonprofit partner was actually out of Birmingham, Alabama, as an organization called GASP. And they focus on clean air and environmental justice in the greater Birmingham area. Um, incredible partners. Um, they were so great to work with and so flexible and so willing to just, you know, take that ride with me, which was so encouraging to get that first partner on board and then, you know, just run from there. That's exciting. And so then, okay, you had your first one kind of under your belt. And, mm -hmm. um, so how do you go, how did you go about deciding like which, I mean, it's gifts basically, or people purchasing for themselves, yes. uh, which we all love to do, right? But yes. how do you decide, do you decide with your community partner that you're going to um, have certain items for sale or do you decide that yourself? Yeah, so we we talk through that uh, when we decide to partner together. So, um, so I have two collections on the site. Uh, the first is our kindness collection and that's products themed around kindness and positive affirmations. And those we sell on the site throughout the entire year. We do donate a transparent portion of our proceeds of those items. Um, and we rotate the nonprofit partner who is the beneficiary of that collection every 60 days. Um, but then we have our cause collection. The cause collection is where I'm sitting down with like gas, for example, and we're sitting down, we're talking about what their mission is, what they're focused on. Um, and then what they kind of would like to see in their um, product selection. And then we work together to create this assortment. I'll put something together and I'll send it over. And then my nonprofit partners have the final say on what they approve and don't approve for me to sell. Okay. So every month or every two months, you, the, the nonprofits rotate or, you know, you bring somebody else in. And now I know that you have, I know you were doing breast cancer for October, um, but now we're going into November and December. Can you share with us about those nonprofits? Yes. So um, November and December for our kindness collection, we're partnered with um, St. Louis, Missouri Zuganru Experience. And I love this organization and what they do. So they believe that to understand the world, um, you have to see the world. Um, and they believe that uh, travel has the power to be one of the most influential factors in inspiring a life filled with meaning. So they provide opportunities 
to travel for underserved youth um, so that they can unlock their limitless potential. And they do a lot of really great outdoor um, educational leadership um, experiences. It's just a really great organization. Um, and then for our cause collection, we have partnered with Westlake Village, California nonprofit, My Stuff Bags Foundation. And I also love the work of this organization. So they create and give um, bags of new belongings and also hope and comfort to kids who are being rescued from abuse, neglect, domestic violence, abandonment, homelessness uh, to thousands of kids across the United States um, every year. So these uh, bags address the immediate physical and emotional needs uh, of the children who are rescued, but also help support the agencies caring for them. So in many cases, when these kids are rescued, they are leaving only with the clothing on their back. Um, so they have literally nothing to hold on to. Their world is turned upside down. So these bags, um, you know, give them a little piece of comfort in a very traumatic time in their life. So really excited about that. And this is also the first time that we are doing a donation drive as well. So for this organization, we are collecting blankets. They can be new or handmade. We're collecting stuffed animals and also t-shirts for teenage boys because those are things they struggle to get um, to fill enough bags. So we're doing a donation drive, our first time ever. We also have items on the site that you can purchase to donate to also help um, for those infant bags because they cover the gamut in terms of ages from newborn to teenagers that they um, assist with. So we're really excited. We have so many children we're trying to help this holiday season. So, you know, I definitely encourage your listeners out there to, you know, keep us in mind when you're shopping for holiday gifts and know that, you know, when you buy from us, you're really making a difference for these smaller regional nonprofit organizations. Mandy, I love these two organizations. Um, well, let's talk about the first one. Yes. Um, so what was it called? What's the name? Because I make sure I get it right. Yes. Zuganru Experience. Yes. Because I, I saw it was phonetic spelling yes. there too. So <laughs> that was good. Um, I love to travel. And when I was a child, I didn't really get to tra travel. My family didn't really take very many vacations. I think we had one drive to Florida to visit some relatives and that was it. And it wasn't until I got you know, older that I started to travel, but those experiences really do help shape you into the person that you become or inspire you to, you know, do something that you maybe never, ever thought of doing before. So I love that. This is the first time I actually have heard of an organization doing that. You know, you hear through thing, things um, like in high school where maybe the French class takes a trip to France, but I haven't, I personally haven't heard of an organization like this. So love this idea. Now, the um, My Stuff Bags Foundation, that really pulls at my heartstrings. It's like, mm -hmm. it's heartbreaking that these kids go through what they're going through. And I encourage anybody out there who can definitely help with this organization and this cause especially now through the upcoming holiday season to please, uh, you know, really, I always like to say like no donation is too small. Yes. Right. I, I couldn't agree more. You know, sometimes I feel like we don't give because we feel like what we can give is not enough, but what you can give makes can make a huge difference. And collectively 
you know, even the small amounts we each give here and there really add up to, you know, big things for these organizations. So yeah, I encourage people never to be discouraged by like feeling like what I can give is not enough. It is enough. Whatever you have to give is enough. Right. And, you know, not only you're helping somebody or a child, but you know, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good about yourself. So I encourage everybody, please give back. Now, it's going to go through all of November and all of December. Yes. And then January will be different partners. Yes. Okay. So I love that we also talked a little bit about um, how you do your due diligence and, and checking out these different organizations to make sure they are on the up and up because so many do put a lot into administration and not giving back. So even if you're um, these two charities that we're discussing now are not something that um, fills your heart, maybe you're passionate about something else. We encourage you to definitely check them out before you help another cause. Um, What is on the horizon for the kindness cause? Yeah, so we have, again, we're working on, you know, finalizing our nonprofit partners for 2023. Um, You know, again, every 60 days, we'll rotate those out. Uh, We try to align sometimes, you know, with October, it being breast cancer awareness, aligning with causes like that. We don't always align. It kind of, you know, depends on, you know, who, who wants to partner, what we have in the works. Um, so it'll vary a little bit, but we, um, yeah, we've got a lot of great nonprofits that we're partnering with a lot of great product. Um, yeah, a lot of exciting things in the works. Good. I can't wait. I can't wait to keep following what you're doing and learn more. And of course, you know, I'm going to be on board to figure out a way to help. Um, cause you know, this is, this is what I do. This is what passion, purpose, and possibilities is all about. And I have to, this for our listeners, you know, you and I did not know each other. We met on Instagram and I am not a huge lover of social media. Um, I don't know. It's just one of those things, but I knew to get the podcast out there that I had to, I had to show up. And I'm so glad that you and I started following each other. So, uh, because we, I think our hearts are aligned. Yes, I agree. I agree. I'm the same way. I I don't necessarily love social media. I think it's, it's definitely hard to put yourself out there. Um, but I feel like in doing this, uh, you know, I've had to become comfortable with the uncomfortable and putting myself out there, um, and spreading this message and, you know, in doing so we, we get to help more people, but Yes. And also we get to connect with so many great people like yourself. And I'm so glad that, you know, I, you know, push myself on social media because otherwise we wouldn't be sitting here today doing this. And that would be a huge missed opportunity. That's, that's really true. Um, so I do encourage you to, if you're not a fan of social media, like Mandy and myself, <laughs> you know, if there's, a, if there's something that you're passionate about, you know, start looking for those people on social media and, and you're going to make a connection. And it was very organic. It wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't like a forced way of, of meeting each other. So, which I find super cool. 
So a couple, well, you know, on this podcast, I asked the three P questions. And so I have to ask you, um, what is something you're passionate about besides giving back <laughs> uh, that people might not know about you? Um, so one of the things that I'm passionate about is, uh, I like we kind of talked about earlier, I really love to travel. Um, I love to immerse myself into new experiences and culture. Uh, I consider myself a lifelong learner. So any opportunity I can get to learn something new, I'm going to take it. So um, learning and travel, uh, really high up on that list for passions of mine. You have um, something on your travel bucket list? Um, well, we are hopefully this summer... I've already been there uh, to Greece, but I'd like to go back to Greece this summer, hitting a few of the different islands I haven't been to yet. But uh, Greece is one of my you know, favorite places I've ever been. And um, so I just want to go back and explore more. That's how I feel about Italy. Oh, I love Italy. Too. <laughs> OK, so your next question is, what is your definition of purpose? So my definition of purpose is the reason that we're here, the reason that we're put on this earth, you know, um, I define it as, you know, discovering your calling, um, making a difference, um, and discovering your gift and giving it away. I believe that service to others, you know, is a, the rent we pay for our time here on earth. So um, that's how I define purpose. I love that. That's a great definition. And the last P question is, is there a possibility, a dream or a vision you have that hasn't come to fruition yet? Yes. Yeah, so I am a dreamer. I have a ton of ideas. Always. I have to force myself to focus on certain ideas instead of like just being all over the place all the time because I have so many things I want to do. Um, you know, for the kindest cause, I would love to, you know, my goal is to make it more of a household name uh, so that we can create even more good in this world. Um, and my goal is to create or to donate uh, $5 million in our five, first five years of business. So that is a big undertaking, but I, I know we can do it and I'm really excited about it. But personally, um, you know, I also have a goal. I think my next goal, whenever I have all the free time to do it is I'd love to write a book one day. So that's hopefully something that's next on the list. Good. I look forward to you writing it and then me reading it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> $5 million in five years. Yes. Um, you know what they always say, right? You have to like shoot for the stars. You, yes. you know, you don't want to have a small goal. You want to have that goal. That's, kind of out of reach because yeah. it just makes you strive to, to do more. But um, tell us how our listeners can find you. Yeah. So um, you can check out the website. The website is uh, thekindnesscause.com. And you can also find us on social media, uh, the same handle, The Kindness Cause, on Instagram, Facebook. Um, those are probably the best two places to find us. Um, but definitely connect with us. We'd love to connect with you and um, 
you know, hopefully work together on uh, creating some more good and kindness in this world at a time when we really need it. We do need it. Um, All the links will be in our show notes. So if anybody's out there listening that doesn't have a chance to write that down, they can definitely find it um, with the podcast. Um, Mandy, I love, I absolutely love what you're doing. Um, We need more people in the world like you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm very appreciative of you being a guest on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This has been so fun. It's been so great chatting. Thank you, Candace. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the show, please submit a rating and review and share with a friend. This helps us reach more listeners so we can make a bigger impact. From time to time, we share our reviews live on our episode. Your review could be the next one we share. Please head on over to our website, passion, purpose, and possibilities.co to receive a free gift I am waiting for you. And if you heard something today that truly inspired you, I would love to hear about it. You can email me at Candace Snyder at passion, purpose, and possibilities.co. Thank you again for listening.